case of vertigo but you know what I'm feeling a lot better tonight in fact what better way to make things right than right here in my hometown Gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of Just What the Internet Needed More Of. That's right, it's a wrestling podcast. It's another wrestling podcast. It is called Top Marks. It's another wrestling podcast called Top Marks. My name is Justin Morissette and with me once again, as always, is he's cleaning up the messes of the masses, the janitor himself. Josh Custodio. Justin, what what a privilege it is to be here today. And let me tell you why. Because this is the first it's a special day for Top Marks, really. It's it's the first and last time that we're ever doing episode 48. Yeah. This is the, the only time. This is an exclusive. You will never hear this again. This is the only episode 48 of Top Marks that will ever exist, and I feel like that's something worth celebrating. No, you're bang on correct. This is uh, this is a seminal moment in history. It, it really is. It will never be repeated. Uh, I, I'm pitching for a civic holiday here in Vancouver. Uh, all, all sorts of things happening based around episode 48, which which does mean, Justin, that in, what is that, four, we'll have done 52? That's a year's worth of episodes. Yeah, but there's a couple times here where we've put out two episodes in one week. Oh, okay, so that won't be our so like official the one here. Ballroom Brawl, which was way back at the beginning now. Yeah, and wow. So like, uh, you know, Whiskey Mania was kind of a bonus episode right. also. Right, that's true. Okay, so, so but we're coming up on damn near a year at least. Yeah, so uh, when we hit 54 episodes, then it'll have been a year. That'll be our one-year anniversary, and am I ever looking forward to celebrating it? But if this is your first episode of Top Marks, here's what you're currently listening to. Justin Morissette and I sit down every week and talk about the one, two, three biggest topics in the whole world of wrestling. For how long do we talk about these, Justin? Uh, well, in theory, a maximum of 15 minutes at a time. Well, unfortunately, today you'd be wrong, but in general, <laughs> that is and correct. And also, last week, you would also be wrong, because uh, 
I took my finger off the trigger, and oh boy, did we really do some overtime on TNA last week. Well, I mean, we and they had it coming, quite frankly. Uh, this I week, mean, they're not even called TNA anymore. I know. I, I have to break this habit. I always I, it's Impact yeah, now, right? Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I'm still IW. I'm still calling them GFW, the name that was most catchy. Global <laughs> Force Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Justin, this week on the show, we're gonna with these co-branded pay-per-views, we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do with these because we can't fit one of these pay-per-view previews into 15 minutes. Our mm-hmm. normal allotted slot because there's two shows worth of feuds to talk about so on this week's episode we're just going to go long previewing this sunday's backlash and talk about you know uh, some of the issues that i'm sure have uh, arisen over the course of the build to this show as the last month of wwe programming has largely been a fucking mess i mean largely i feel like is even being kind to them i was i was floored last night thinking about okay randy orton is in the ring on Miz TV with Jeff Hardy, and they're talking about how they're cool with each other and no hard feelings, whatever. Right. Uh, but but Randy's like, I'm coming for my title that I lost at WrestleMania. <laughs> how fucking weird is it that it's not even a month ago that Randy Orton was the U.S. champion who then dropped it to Jinder, who dropped it to Jeff Hardy, yep. who switched shows, who had a match with Jinder for the title last week and won and is now going to face Randy Orton again. That's like over the course of three weeks. Wow, that sounds like a really good storyline with a bunch of people that I'm into. (laughs) That they for sure (laughs) plotted out months in advance, and definitely there was tons of forethought that went into it. Who could argue otherwise? So we'll touch on that, Justin. And then in the, I suppose what would be the de facto round number two, we're going to review, not preview, the greatest Royal Rumble from uh, last Friday. From Jeddah. 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 You want to do the Palpatine? Yeah, yeah. Every time time I hear them (laughs) say it, it's like I can't not hear it. In Palpatine voice, (laughs) we must wipe out the Jedi. (laughs) I love this impression, Justin. (laughs) All that, plus the people segment, Sunday Night Tweet. Oh. Uh, But, Justin, I have to to get something out of the way off the top of the show here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Kanye West before. Do you know this guy? Uh, Not super familiar. There's been a lot of takes. He's from um, Chicago, right? Chicago, Illinois. That's right. Midwest, always the fresh. bump into him at All In. I heard he is definitely not going to All In. That's what I heard. He seems all out lately. Justin, that, that's a, a take on Kanye West, that he seems all out lately. And I have some opinions on him, and you have some opinions mm-hmm. on him. But I think there's there's one man who I've been thinking about all week. I need to know what this guy thinks about Kanye West. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I feel like the only person appropriate to weigh in on this would be uh, your, your would-be roommate, Gilberg. Somebody call my name. Gil, Gil, would you mind would you mind hopping on mic here for a sec, Gil? Oh, I'm coming. Uh, just let me wander over here. All right, exit clop, the vent. Clop, clop. Clop, oh, you're clopping, clop, eh? Clop, 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 <laughs> clop. Well, I'm here. It should be plop because you smell like shit. <laughs> wow. I was just uh, cleaning up the litter box <laughs> of, the, of the kittens, taking oh, yeah. care of the cats while the roommate's away. Uh, Gil, are you are you familiar with uh, Kanye West? Joshua, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, early registration, that's what it's called, right? Uh, that's late registration, his of, sophomore of record. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, he, I, he set an example. For me to follow, uh, or not follow, as the case may be. Okay. <laughs> if you register late, maybe you don't get the courses you want. So you should register early. That's what I tried to do well, back when I was in uh, university as a young lad some uh, 10 years ago. Th- <laughs> right, and sometimes I forget that you're only, what, 37, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I forget. Mm-hmm. 
because you look like you're in your eighties. Uh, Gil, what do you think of this uh, this Kanye West? The, the, well, let's start with the new song, the the Lift Me Up. I think it's uh, called. I I love it. It's my, it's, it's, my, it's my personal anthem. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, as I was cleaning the litter boxes, in fact, I was uh, just humming it along to myself. Oh, which which part? Scoop-dee-poop-dee, poop-a-dee-scoop, scoop-scoop-dee-poop, poop-a-dee-poop-dee-scoop, scoop Scoop, poop de scoop, poop de scoop de scoop, scoop de poop. So, Gil, you would you would consider yourself a, a fan of of uh, current Kanye West? I like, mean, as I was uh, rummaging through the the kitty litter, it seemed like an apt description of what I was doing. You were scooping the poop, and I I love it when a song literally describes exactly what I'm doing. Like it's the soundtrack to this exact moment in my life, which happens to be. Scooping the poop, dude. <laughs> well, I guess Kanye is, uh, you know, hitting in the hearts of the, the common man. Uh, thanks, Gil. I was just wondering uh, what, what you thought of that. So good to know you stand in solidarity with Kanye on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I certainly do. Well, we'll talk to you soon, Gil. Goodbye. Uh, always always good to hear from Gil and his, his great takes on pop culture. Justin, can I have you back? Yeah, he just clopped his way back into the vents there. Oh, well, that's uh, always disturbing when he does that, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, Justin, that's, that's enough of the, the nonsense. Let's get into some plugs and let's get into the show. Yeah, well, before we do that, I want to go back to last week's show a little bit. Oh, okay. We, yeah. t- we did a, a deep dive on Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. last week. We talked about a few things presentation-wise on, uh, on the television side. Uh, that kind of holds them back a little bit. Yeah. And Josh Matthews was predominantly what we talked about there. <laughs> but I also thought, like, their camera work was a little bit, you know, not amateurish, but just, like... Clearly lower tier than WWE. Exactly. Yeah. But then, I I didn't even watch the show this week, because we talked about last week how I... You, know, <laughs> you think I'm going to watch yeah. Impact <laughs> Wrestling's weekly television? <laughs> I got a bridge to sell you, I tell you what. Oh, Justin. Uh, uh, but I did see a bunch of uh, GIFs of it on, uh, the, like, the Total Divas. Yeah, TDE, yeah, GIFs, or th- apps. Th- that guy. Yeah, he's who, great. Who does all the GIFs uh, on, on Twitter there. Yep. He, he watched it, and he was God posting all these uh, GIFs and scenes of, like, not, like, to call them backstage segments would be inaccurate. It seemed more like... You know the kind of thing that Lucha Underground does when okay. they're not in the ring, which is kind of, you know, have these cinematic presentations of uh, whether it's backstage or something in like another uh, setting altogether. Really? Yeah, because, I should almost seek this because out. This one was uh, Sammy Callahan visiting Eddie Edwards' wife in the hospital, and they Whoa. did it. They did it like. Uh, like that scene in The Dark Knight where, like, Two-Face and the Joker right. or, or whatever. Because, like, K- Sammy was, like, sitting by her bedside and there were a bunch of balloons masking his face. Yeah. And then the balloons lifted and revealed, like, how fucked up he was yeah, okay. in the face region after his fight. And it was, like, a startling reveal. That sounds and it was cool. Like, oh, this is, like, awesomely cinematic and, like, looks like... You know, maybe a little bit like, uh, you know, Mexican soap opera a little bit. Okay. But, like, in a in a cool way. Like, it looks like they are doing innovative things or at least trying to 
push the boundaries and like modernize the presentation of a professional wrestling show in 2018, which you know is something that we often criticize WWE for having no willingness yeah. to do whatsoever, other than like throw fonts on their fucking videos, oh which is the worst shit well, ever. And they did have a new camera shot at Greatest Royal Rumble this week, uh, which I thought was interesting. Oh, Some, really? Yeah, something right out of uh, Lucha. In Jeddah. <laughs> when they were in Jeddah. They, they debuted a new camera style it's, in Jeddah. <laughs> Impact is pretty good about putting things up on their YouTube channel. This definitely looks like something I will uh, seek out. And you also wanted to challenge one of my takes from last week, but we didn't have time to get further into it, in that I strongly believe that this Sammy Callahan Eddie Edwards thing is not something that should be milked for right. heat. That Sammy Callahan has go away heat because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> and you were like, no, it's wrestling. Lean in. Yeah, I, I definitely think that if you're now listen, I maybe this isn't uh, a good thing, but I definitely hold different promotions to different standards. I just do. And if I'm impact right now, you have one thing that has caught like a little bit of fire. Both Eddie Edwards has said he's cool with it. Callahan, I imagine it has been the the moment of his career so far. If you have nothing going on and you need to create something, steer into it. If both those guys are cool with it, I'm more than cool with it. And it's definitely the thing going on in Impact that I'm the most into. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think he hit him in with the head with a baseball bat on purpose. I think it happened. They probably apologized backstage, and they're trying to steer into it. I, I say good for them. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's that coupled with, like, you know, Callahan also does not seem like the best guy for other reasons, including, uh, you know... Uh, like domestic uh, sort of... Uh, I'd actually forgotten about that. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it's like just another yeah. strike against a guy who I already didn't like. Well, you have put me in the unfortunate position defending a woman beater. I mean, you <laughs> chose to do that, bud. Well, I just need to be clear that he is my favorite living person. Yeah. Mo- his morals and I are, uh, you know... Com- You're always <laughs> scooping the poop together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess actually that does add a wrinkle to it. I'd have to think about it more. I will say that as a general principle, if I'm impact and I have uh, something that I could still steer into that does tease with reality a little bit i would encourage them to do that but but you are right maybe his i hadn't considered his domestic abuse past i'd have to think about that a little more i also threw a little shade on Allie's in-ring work last week and yeah then i watched another one of her matches and i thought she was great in it so there we go maybe i didn't know what i was talking about at all uh, you know how much can we be blamed for uh, how much we know about impact <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true but let's get into some plugs now because yes. uh uh, we wanted to get some bonus stuff up on the Patreon feed last month beyond just uh, half marks, and it yep. didn't happen because we ran out of days in a- the April month and May of are April. Months, yeah, uh, but we have some. We've got some stuff coming to that feed this month. Yeah, I think by the time- yeah bonus episode that we're about to record as soon as we're done doing this one. That's right. We're gonna uh, do. We were chatting with a, a bunch of listeners on Twitter about uh, the Avengers Infinity War, and and we figured, you know what? These are the people who are our patrons, we mm-hmm. asked, and we're going to do a review of uh, the Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, we're going to go deep on Infinity War because, uh, you know, like every other piece of culture in uh, 2018, it's wrestling. Everything is wrestling. There's this is all... Infinity War more than almost anything yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, and, talk about building a heel. And I know that you guys love when we do live commentaries as well, so we're going to do uh, a commentary in addition to talking about the, the, the <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about the movie, and then we're going to do a live commentary of a match that best represents 
the movie exactly in wrestling right. terms, which is uh, the death of Superman, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena from SummerSlam 2014. Hey, what a tie-in it is. So we're going to do a live commentary of that one because, Justin, like you mentioned, those always seem to get uh, good responses. And if you want to hear those and more, all of our back content for the bonus episodes is up there. You can head over to patreon.com slash topmarks and uh, throw a couple bucks yeah, in the hat. Kick us some shekels. It's yeah. always appreciated. If it makes you feel better, none of it is going to charity. It goes exclusively to buying Justin and I ramen. So. I mean, that's kind of charity in its own. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's fun. It's like partly funding my uh, all-in adventure. Also, uh, there so you go. It that way, maybe. Oh my goodness. I, maybe you don't want to support me going to all-in whatsoever. In which case, <laughs> I fully understand that. Also, yeah. Just make it clear that you want your donation to go to me, Josh, who is not <laughs> going to all-in, and I'll keep it. I'll just buy more rev. Yeah. Or make it clear that you want your donation to go towards Josh, so that he can also. Come to All In. Oh, hey, now we're talking. Uh, Justin, you know where else I like to go? If, if I can't go to All In, you know what the next best thing is? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Uh, it's going to the Penny on Monday nights at Commercial and Gravely. In Vancouver? In Vancouver, Justin. Wow. Every week they show Monday Night Raw with the sound on, Justin. The yeah. only bar that does that. You can sit down, have a beer, enjoy some Honey Street Racha Wings, and take in... The, I think, over-delivering in some ways Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, though this week, wow, did it really feel thin. Uh, beyond when you, we've talked about Jinder being kind of like the the workhorse MVP of that show lately. Yeah. But when you put him into the six man tag main event scene and really like load up all of your workhorses in that match, uh, oh boy, did that show feel thin this week? Justin, I have a news update. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler no longer my least favorite wrestler on the roster. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before yeah. you, I'm not Before say. you reveal who it is. Yep. Uh, because this is a news update, yep. I feel like uh, there's a proper introduction for this sort of thing. <laughs> is there? Okay. Is, uh, hey, Canada, it's your buddy, it's your pal, it's <laughs> me, it's Justin Morissette here with another WWE. <laughs> yep, that's WWE. three. That's three W's. I news Slam. News Slam. <laughs> and this week on the News Slam, of course, we are about to find out who Josh Custodio's most hated wrestler on Monday Night Rise with, of course, me, your buddy, your <laughs> pal, Justin Morissette, and also your buddy and pal, Josh Custodio as well. I don't know how to introduce myself uh. or anyone without saying, hey, Canada, it's your buddy, it's your pal. Anyways, Josh, who is your least favorite Raw wrestler? First of all, amazing Scott Stanford there. That was a home run. Uh, congratulations to Dolph Ziggler. I still hate you. I still wish you were not on the roster. But after watching Monday Night Raw, I can't arrive at any conclusion other than Bobby Roode being the worst person on the roster. I thought the sell job uh, in the finish to that match was pretty good from Bobby Roode, okay. actually. It, it didn't stand out to me, but I totally believe you because I was barely paying attention to this match. Yeah, I mean, dark times when an Elias-Bobby Roode segment runs oh. three... Full television segments. Very dark times indeed. You know what else went three full television segments this week? Uh -huh. uh, Randy Orton and Jeff oh. Hardy against The Miz and, and Shelton Benjamin. And by comparison, just flew by. Oh, yeah. It, it, which is, you know, should be shocking, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, Justin, we'll dig into that and more. Anyways, hang on. Uh-oh. It's my buddy and pal, yep. Scott, Justin Morrison. Now that we've learned, of course, what your buddy and pal, Josh <laughs> Custodio's least favorite Raw <laughs> roster member is, 
Uh, be sure, of course, to head on over to shop.com <laughs> to pick up all the gear before the show comes to town. That's been your WWE News Slam. I'm Justin Morrison. Bye, Canada. It's me, your buddy and pal. <laughs> Uh, since I'm your buddy and pal, can I make a request? Absolutely. Can uh, you get us into round number one? Sure, yeah. Let's move on to... Oh, we didn't even say what we were doing on the rounds this week, did we? We did, yeah. Backlash oh, yeah. and Greatest Royal Rumble review. Okay, which, which, what are we doing first? Backlash. All right, let's talk about the pay-per-view coming up this week. Uh, this Sunday, in fact, called Backlash, and we will uh, chat about it in a little something I like to call... Round, round number one! one. Round one. Fight! Justin, have you heard about this Vancouver restaurant called Escobar? Yeah, it's a big controversy. That's right. Uh, they've they've named their their restaurant after uh, you know a bit of a salty character to say after the least. The life of Pablo. <laughs> Kanye all over this episode. Justin, do you know what they? Poopy baby. Do you know what they're receiving for uh, for naming the restaurant Escobar? Death threats. That and um, your patronage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know that's true. <laughs> Justin, no, they are receiving backlash. backlash. There you go, Justin. I, I knew you had it. I yeah. should have known, of course. So, uh, so, Justin, as you know, we we break down the the nitty gritty of these cards, but I, I want to talk about some of the the parameters surrounding it here because I I don't think I'm saying anything anyone doesn't know that this build at best has been extremely weird to backlash. This is yeah. the the first return. I suppose WrestleMania did just happen, which in theory before this is a big four pay per view, which does have both rosters on it. But this is the first pay per view we've seen of this quasi new era where it's both brands on what would typically be a B paper. Yes, it is the best of both worlds, as they are saying, as they are lip syncing. I hate that as promo. Alexa Bliss is like almost too good at lip syncing. <laughs> um, and also, Kofi of course, it. we should apologize uh, if you've seen that best of both worlds promo. Uh, our apologies, folks. Uh, women actually do exist. Yes, And yes. Uh, we're very sorry that you were subjected to them, of sorry course. To... It can be uh, a dangerous thing, of course, to uh, see a woman in the wild like yes. that. Yeah, well, uh, and their hair, I understand, was part of the complaint. Like, yeah, really. uh, blonde hair. I know when I and, see a woman's and, like, hair. pink and blue hair. Brings out the worst in me. Uh, and, yeah, just, you know, I know... Uh, all of our listeners out there have just been going wild yeah. since they saw uh, uh, that commercial. Uh-huh. All of our male listeners, which is probably <laughs> 97% of our <laughs> listeners, uh, have just turned into cartoon wolves who have been <laughs> howling right. nonstop. Correct. And their eyes are bulging out of their face. Of course, And yes. they keep beating themselves over the head <laughs> with a big wooden mallet, of course. For those of you who may have no fucking idea what we're talking about, uh, Saudi Arabia put out uh, an apology. The Athletic Commission of Saudi Arabia. Sorry, yes. Put out an apology to their fans who are in the arena at Greatest Royal Rumble because uh, that Best of Both Worlds uh, promo package has women not wearing head garb in it. So some of the audience, it was their first time seeing a woman's hair that was not their mother's, and uh, this was a problem. Yeah, uh, of course... Uh, um, because you're all horned up now, uh, our apologies that women exist. Yeah, so. I'm sorry that I have a giant erection now. God <laughs> damn it, Justin. Even just thinking about a woman's head. Hey, hit yourself on the head with a mallet, bud. <laughs> I should. Uh, so, Justin, w- w- this this build to backlash has sucked. Do you agree? Yeah, big time. Uh, and I don't think to any flaw of the, the performers involved. I think it's it's mostly because the you have Samoa Joe building a feud with a guy on Raw. And like you say, the U.S. title going from competitor to competitor, show to show. Yeah. Uh, Miz having to feud with Seth Rollins, yep. despite the fact he's not on that show. Yeah, I, I, uh, and and kind of the Miz Taraj 
having to continue to come out to the Miz's music just so that, like, you're reminded of a guy who's not on Raw but will be having a match against Seth on the pay-per-view. Justin, do, Weird do, spots all around. Uh, what do you think this is uh, indicative of? Do you think they knew what was going on after the Superstar shakeup? No, I think I said this last week. It's like, especially the Joe one, like yeah. Joe and Roman, You, you, it's obvious that they, like maybe drastically changed their minds on who was going where. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, granted, I I think a lot of people were expecting AJ to make the jump over to Raw this time and have some top stars kind of go back in the other way. And they decided to keep the top of the card fully intact on both sides, which is not necessarily a bad move because, you know, I don't think you're moving any of Roman or... Braun or yeah. any of the other guys at the top of the card on Raw over to SmackDown. Uh, though Braun on SmackDown could be a lot of fun given the collection of hosses that are on the blue I think brand. I called for it to happen, actually. I thought I think I predicted it for, for that reason. And, you know, I mean, this happened last year, too, in that it was Payback, I think, was the first one after Mania uh, yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. Yep. And it was all of the kind of WrestleMania rematches. That's generally that spot. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's kind of like a dead zone pay-per-view no matter what, even before you kind of overcomplicate it with guys going back and forth in, in the shuffle. And, yeah. and, I mean, we talked about it after the shuffle happened. There's no reason to do this right now. I, I yeah. still don't understand. I'm so glad they've held off on Andrade. Yeah. Uh, and I wish they would have done the same for Joe. And Sanity also. That's which, right. Who knows? Maybe those guys make their presence felt at the pay-per-view. I, I think you've got to see Sanity at this pay-per-view on Sunday. I yeah. really do. I, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. What a good introduction. Uh, Justin, can I say before we get into some real negative, there's something about this co-branding pay-per-view that you know I'm pretty – I've objected to that I actually think is a positive in a weird way right now that I didn't see coming. Okay. With Brock Lesnar being like a part-time universal champion – this puts the the spotlight solely on the WWE title, which I think has been the better of the two belts yeah, since the inception. To me, it's easily the more like prestigious championship. Who could deny that at this point? But right, but but I if feel only because like, it's present on television week to week. But for some reason, it always has to be subservient to the Universal title, and I don't think you're going to see Brock on these shows. So I like that these guys yeah, are probably Brock's gonna not going to be around until Money in the Bank. Yeah, so there you go. So at least you get a little bit of shine on the WWE title. And, and also, really imagine if this was just a Raw pay per view, and how much worse it would be. Oh. Like, think, think of everything's been a fucking mess, but let's just, like, chop all of the SmackDown matches off of this show. Yeah. What a goddamn disaster this pay-per-view would be. Not good. Let's jump into one of these Raw matches, Justin. Sure. Uh, with uh, And I think you're probably going to have a lot to say about this match, because I, I think to say that it's been weird would be an understatement, as uh, the team of Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley are taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a tag match. Of course, so much unfinished business here after, uh, you know, Braun and Lashley beat them clean two weeks in a row. Uh, fuck, like, the weirdest thing to me yeah. of the, about this whole month Go ahead. is that, like, he's been on television for a full month at this point, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about Bobby Lashley at all. Well, Like, uh, if you never watched WWE... 10 years ago or whatever... No idea who this guy is. Yeah, he's and he's had no, like... He's had no promo time whatsoever. How is it that the three-hour show every week uh, that has all this time to fill with fucking three-segment gender matches and three-segment <laughs> Bobby Roode matches oh, doesn't have two minutes so that Bobby Lashley can talk to Renee about like what a thrill it is to be back in WWE? Well, it's weird to me, Justin, because at least as a heel, you and I both have first-hand experience of seeing him talk and be, I'm not going to say like amazing or anything, but... 
totally good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. Maybe they have no faith in him as a baby face doing it. Or, again, maybe it's this weird thing where they're in a holding pattern until the other side of Backlash. But let's get your prediction for this match. Bobby Lashley turns on Braun. Yes. I think that that's Kevin and Sammy get their win back here based off of those two imploding in some capacity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Bobby gets his promo time finally on Monday where he says uh, – he cuts his heel promo and says – you know, not one of you people wanted to hear me speak <laughs> at all over the last month. I kept angling for mic time, and they said, Sorry, Bobby, the people just aren't interested. They don't want it. This is your fault. If only I'd been allowed to promo, this never would have happened. <laughs> so you think heel Bobby Lashley exiting this on Sunday? Yeah, because Braun needs challengers, yep. and honestly, like, it, it should be Roman. Like, it, sh- sure. it really should be. At this point, there's no arguing that this Roman experiment is going to pan out e- ever. It's never going to work at this point. Well, like, you have killed it. You've well, salted the earth of it. Hang on. What if they give – What if just hear me out here for a second. I know this is, uh, you know, a bit of a stretch. But what if they pair up – hang on. Just put your mind in this okay, frame. Okay, okay, Roman Reigns mm-hmm. versus the Beast Incarnate, the Universal Champion, oh. Barack Lesnar. Oh, for one time only? The one night only. Well, I mean, they have faced off, you know, here or there. But uh, this time, you know, would that get you into Roman? Mm, and, okay. but he, So he, he gets the match. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then let's say he loses again. Well, he, well, that's how you get. That's how you hook him. Uh, of course, he loses the fourth one. Yeah. And now what we're if at he next wins year's the mania. One? Well, no, Justin, you can't give it away there. No. You got to go all the way to next year's SummerSlam. Reigns Lesnar six. Oh, he'll pr- and then, and then, oh boy! What if he loses there too? Justin, I can only get so excited. <laughs> what if he? What if it takes until Brock Roman seven before? <laughs> Brock stays down for more than two. <laughs> well, Justin, let's uh, let's dive into another match here that gets me about as excited as Brock Roman Seven, which is uh, well, no, I just mean like you know, Braun is clearly the guy. It could not have been more obvious after this week, a week where we we got a really hot crowd on Monday, like a, an exceptionally oh. hot crowd. Yeah, we should actually touch on this before we leave Owens and Zayn here. Yeah, because like this crowd. I mean, they're in Montreal. It's a hometown show for Owens and Zayn. It's no surprise that they got a hero as well. Even by those metrics. But, like, the whole opening segment felt like something straight out of the Attitude Era. It yep. felt like the opening segment of, like, a Raw in 1999 with the crowd just hanging on every word and going fucking buck wild the entire time. They were booing Roman out of the building, yep. which I I absolutely despise. And, look, they always make Corey say it because I think they're like <laughs> – He's our most liked commentator. Right. We'll make him say the dumb bullshit. That they're in some sort of bizarre yeah. world. <laughs> you know how it is here in every city we go to, Michael. <laughs> it's bizarro world. They cheer for for the guys they love and they boo the guys they hate. It's weird. Yeah, the crowds have giant it's meetings wild. beforehand where they discuss that the, the good guys will get. So, uh, yeah, I thought Zayn came across as a star here, which was really cool. And Owens as well. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like Owens generally does in a bigger way than Zayn. And I felt like Zayn more than kept up here in the crowd. Owens got the bigger pop of the two probably Definitely, but yep. very comparable and just crazy reception and even in spite of that even in spite of all of that and the fact that they booed Roman out of the building and wanted to see him get beaten real bad by their hometown heels they still popped and cheered and went crazy when Braun made the save Braun saved Roman Reigns Insane. from Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in Montreal and still got a pop 
maybe not on the level of Kevin and Sammy. No, but, but like being cheered at all. Close to. Yeah, being cheered at all in that position. It was hot. Is... It was a hot segment. And, you know. And then he pinned Kevin Owens in the middle of the ring in Montreal. And they cheered him for doing that, too. He is the guy. He is the top babyface. Not just on Raw, probably in the company. And, you know, if if you want to turn someone to be his, like, number one uh, opponent, it should be Roman. It should not be Bobby Lashley. Agreed. Uh, Here we are. This is where we find ourselves. Justin, I'm sorry. I know I make you do the heavy lifting on this show more often than you'd probably enjoy, but I can't think of one thing I have to say about Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. I can't think of anything interesting to say. This match, like... It it may have even happened for the U.S. title before, for all I know. I I am uh, it, my Richter scale is at a zero for this one. How about for you? Um, I don't see Randy winning. No, me neither. Uh, I, if I had to bet on it, I would say that it'll go uh, that it'll stay with Jeff Hardy. Agreed. But I don't know if that's the best thing, honestly. No. Um, I liked Randy with that title. We talked about it in the Build to Mania. He just looks right with it. It's yeah. Weird. Uh, and Jeff. Uh, the the babyface promos um not that great. Well, I mean, he, he's not the he's not the best talker. You've listened to me speak about Jeff Hardy yeah. before, right? It's it's a, such a credit to Jeff Hardy, and I've said this a million times, but he remains so over for being such a bad promo. Mm-hmm. And like people think of him as a good wrestler, but it's like you just think of a swan don. Like yeah, you but, think of him as a stunt. But guy. like Randy Orton, also, we talked about this with Orton a couple weeks ago or last week too. Where he's very similar to being crazy over, despite like not doing very yeah. much. There's just a ever. time, and and that was even true this week. And like typically, I associate that with like, oh yeah, Americans just love this guy because nope. he's you know Mr. Vape Juice, fucking <laughs> Captain America, uh, for a certain uh, breed of everywhere uh, loves him of of buck hunting Americans, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Montreal was like going wild for Randy last night too. Who so. among us does not have voices in their head? Who are you picking as the winner in this match? Uh, Jeff Hardy. I'll go with Jeff as well. Uh, Justin, let's move on here. Uh, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'd just like to say here that uh, credit to Charlotte because in the main event of SmackDown last night, which was a six-woman tag match, she and again I like Oscar and Becky Lynch, but I felt like Charlotte was the only good wrestler in this match. I really did. I felt like she was doing all of the heavy lift. I thought Carmella was awful. Uh, th- that super kick was one of the worst moves I've seen in WWE like on television this year. I don't like the pairing of Carmella and the Iconics just because there's no workhorse there. Like I don't know who does the the lifting. But uh, Peyton, uh, as a in ring wrestler, yeah, she's good. She's all right. She's good in NXT. She wasn't very good last night. Well, <laughs> that's um, but but that's hey, please don't misconstrue that as a complaint about Peyton Royce, which you will never hear from my mouth. I'm just saying that uh, no, obviously they're all new. It's crazy though how quickly uh, like Billy and Peyton have established themselves yep. as like the Alexa of SmackDown. Totally, uh, which is an enormous compliment because I think what Alexa is doing on Raw right now, and we'll get to that in a second, yeah. is just like the best shit in the world. Uh, are you into Carmella versus? Charlotte? Yeah, I like yeah. I I do. Uh, you know, I don't think the match is going to be very good, and if it is. Again, full credit to okay, Charlotte. Okay, maybe it for isn't, being... but but could Charlotte, if anyone, could Charlotte make this? Yeah, dece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, if I would probably say that Charlotte has a better chance of getting a good match out of someone like this than like Oscar does. Oh, yeah, I, I would think so. Like, but the Oscar match like, would be her bludgeoning Carmella. Carmella has had good matches before. The Bailey one's all right. Yeah, the Bailey one yep. in NXT yep. was very good. Um, 
I remember it ends with a second rope Bailey to Bailey, but I can't remember much else. And if uh, there was like an injury angle in it as well, okay, yeah. uh, like an injured leg. And if Bailey can get a good match out of Carmella, then I'm confident Charlotte can too. And I think she, there's just something about her having the title. Yeah, like she looks good with it. I mean, she, I mean, she looks good. <laughs> yeah, she looks it, great. Uh, she looks great with, with it. anything, but like. It, it, it elevates her in a way that like she kind of needs right now. I agree, uh, and I feel like she should be a top star on that on this show. Like she's very entertaining. Yep, and especially if you're gonna pair her up with iconic, that is like I agree that there's no worker in that mix, but they're all fantastic characters. Yeah, Mella is money, as she put it, and they're all very funny. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm into it. Uh, are you picking her to retain on Sunday? Absolutely. Uh, Why would you flip it back after one show? Assistance from uh, the Iconics? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think that makes sense, too. Let's move on to the other women's match on this card, Justin, which is the the newly crowned champ, Nia Jax, against Little Miss Bliss. Before we dive into the matchup, I think we both are enjoying these moments of bliss. It's That's the greatest segment. It's really good stuff. It's fantastic. It's, it's like, hilarious. Uh, and, and I feel like sometimes maybe on the show I don't talk enough about my, my feelings on Alexa's promo abilities because I, I think... I think besides that horrible this is your life thing last year which i don't think anyone could have made work no that was which pay-per-view was it that she won the title acted very grateful and then turned on the crowd that was a recent uh, one I can't that elimination chamber elimination chamber i thought she was wonderful in that and i, I think that or she's a bit the of french a... call it le chambre d'elimination whoa i love the french <laughs> uh but but justin what do you think of this match alexa bliss coming for her old title back i thought the Nia. match at wrestlemania was actually not bad i kind of liked it it was in a bad spot on the yeah. card so a lot of people are kind of sleeping on it as a match because the back half of that show was kind of sleepy all around i, I think it was a well-booked match they did the right things for what those two people are capable yeah, of. yeah even uh, on whiskey mania when i was you know 14 jameson's <laughs> deep how dare you was like you know, I was not looking forward to the in-ring here, <laughs> but I thought the match was actually pretty good. That was verbatim. Um, and then me going, Justin, please. <laughs> <laughs> please, Mr. Morrison. <laughs> Stay on My track. chiropractor says I'm not allowed to carry you home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, usually do the carry on the show. Um, uh, so, so... Look, this has been a build that has been largely absent Naya for the for the most part for I, some reason. Is it hasn't it been entirely these last two weeks? Uh, the last two weeks, yes. Did, but before you... that, she was like chasing her around the ring during oh, like, yeah, Mickey yeah. matches. And you're stuff. right. You're right. Um, and uh, it's been great. Yeah. Like it's been, it's these moments of bliss. Just the little details of like, uh, what did she say this week? Uh, the the one before where she was eating the burrito bowl, and it was like, oh. and she was just laughing and <laughs> chewing and laughing and chewing, and this week it was, uh, uh, <laughs> and she had two turkey legs, one in each hand, like just like the subtle, yeah, like ultimately they're fat jokes, but they're. They're, like, clever still, so I don't... She keeps, like, downselling it. It's like, oh, and she had, you know, with those two turkey legs. Her head, and it just keeps going. Uh, I want to say this, Justin. Could could Alexa, and I'm not talking about now or even in the next year. Okay. Could Alexa transition into a role like the Miz? Pardon me. Like Where she Miz? hosts, like, Alexa TV? That's right, yeah. She's, she's known as, like, a Goliath promo. Maybe not the biggest in-ring character, but becomes sort of central to the show as somebody who can, like, reliably host a good talking segment. I mean, she's already doing that to an extent. Like, yep. 
I, less so since she moved over to Raw, but like when she was on SmackDown and the SmackDown Women's Division That's true, was actually. basically her and Becky. Like, think of how much she had to do promo-wise on that show every week. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's the whole reason that she's been in the title picture of either show. And she's basically been champion the entire time she's been on the main roster. It's kind of crazy, on right? On both shows. Yeah. Which is entirely on the strength of her talking ability. And fully deserved. But is she winning her belt back on Sunday? No. It would seem too soon, right? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Two more matches on this card, Justin. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Yeah. I hope these guys put on a Cracker Jack yeah. here. They have before, and I think they can again. They both need to have uh, yep. Sterling singles matches right now. Totally. Um, because it's been a little while. Yep. I know you really liked uh, the Miz match that Roman had back in January on Raw. Yeah. And you're not wrong. That was a very good match. Uh, but, like... Trying to think of like the last Cracker Jack Roman Reigns pay per view match, it's probably the four way at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, and that's a long time ago now. And when you think about his last like Cracker Jack singles match on pay per view, boy, howdy, I don't know, probably one of the Braun feud matches. Like, I agree, but has he even been in singles matches on pay per view? Not really. Then? Like, what, what's the, what was his bad, I guess my counterpoint would be, what is his bad singles pay per view match? Brock. Yeah, it's just him and Lesnar are doing poorly. Besides Brock, I think Roman always and that's, delivers. And that's being saddled with a guy who doesn't want to do anything. Except throw you up in the air with F5s. Yeah. Uh, I think there's reason for optimism here, though. If these yeah. guys get 20 minutes, I don't see why they couldn't put on a hard-hitting... Their Raw matches were great. And, I, and, and yeah, like, I think uh, Joe needs to win this. Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I think the story that you're telling long-term right now is that Roman is a loser. And if that is what you're doing, you need to stay committed to that. He does not need to be polished back up after losing twice to uh, Brock. Yeah. Like no, nobody needs to be rebuilt after a Braun or a Brock loss. I get it that. is what it is. Yeah, like you just you're not. Lose to him. You, yeah, it's you don't lose anything having lost the match, really, unless you're Roman, in which case you lose all interest in you as a character <laughs> because no one wants to see this anymore. Who hates Brock more, Dean or Roman at this point? Mm. Ooh, like shoot hates? It's like in dislikes, dislikes them. Ooh, that is a great question. I bet you both of them do not have much I care bet, for this guy. I bet Dean. I would think so. Because he Dean, like, <laughs> Brock killed Dean's character. It is no exaggeration to say. Dirty Dean. For, like, a full year. Brutal. That he did not recover from that. But Joe is moving over to a new show where he looks poised to be the top heel on SmackDown. I would hope so. Which is crazy. Maybe under Nakamura. Maybe number two to Nakamura. I mean, the way he positioned last yeah, night that's true when he squared up and threatening aj like that like he looks like the ne next on deck basically how great did he look like he heard nakamura's music and just on a dime like squared up like let's go it bitch awesome. it was so awesome uh and so he needs this win to me like roman is a fucking loser he can keep losing this is the story you're telling if you want to build him back up the time to do that is not this exact second whereas a guy who's going over to a new show like, he needs to be presented as coming in as a conqueror. So is that your pick, Samoa Joe? Has to be. Oh, I would love to join you there, but uh, to save my heart from being broken, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns Well, here. like, think of what a fucking jabron <laughs> Joe looks like going into SmackDown, talking all this trash as if he's the number one tough having just had his ass handed to him by the guy who can't get it done ever. I know, I know, but I think that's what they're going to do, and I'm afraid, Justin... 
Justin, I, I would love I, I would love for you to be wrong because you need to be wrong. Justin, let me pay you a compliment here. Last week, a great call by you saying that you thought this match was going to be made no DQ and indeed confirmed last night on SmackDown Live that AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura's match for the WWE Championship is no DQ, which means uh, Shinsuke Nakamura will be allowed to punch him in the dick over and over. I love it. And over. I love it. I know, you're, over. I know you're burnt out on this. Only as of last night. I, I was very into it. I was like, he's going to punch him in the balls again? I love the dick punching. <laughs> it's so, it's like, I, uh, he lives for it. It's all uh, It's all he wants. It's all he to, wants. Is to just dick punch AJ forever. And the glee that he gets out of it. I, I think it's great. I think his heel work right now is spectacular. He does look very thrilled every and, time he does and it. And, like, even doing the drive-by Kinshasa, <laughs> where he, like, yeah. didn't do it and then did it, like, he's just healing on another level right now. Yep. He's so good. Can I ask you two yes or no questions sure, quickly? Sure, Does AJ Styles wear a cup on Sunday? Like, do they do they make it known that he's worn a cup? Is that a moment? And he, like, takes it out and is like, ah, ah, ah. Or Shinsuke sells his hand after doing it. Do we get this moment of AJ wearing a cup? Probably. Okay, second question. Does AJ low blow Nakamura in this match? Yeah, probably that, yeah. too. I think yes to both of these things. And that's how AJ Styles is going to retain his championship. Do you agree, Justin? Um, no. Okay, here we go. I mean... I mean, you have clearly set up Joe to be the next heel challenger That's if what I he thought, does yeah. retain. Yep. Uh, so there's there's like a next title program in place if that is the case. That's how I view it. I feel like they probably want to get to AJ and Cass at some point here yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think the more interesting thing is to put it on Nakamura and and let another babyface chase him. I just don't know who that babyface is right now. I mentioned this on last week's show that SmackDown feels so heel heavy. I don't know who the Daniel the, Bryan man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I don't want to see Brian Nakamura. Are you crazy, Justin? Who would want to see that? They That was the dark match at, at SmackDown last night. Crazy. And it, uh, it also ended with a low blow. <laughs> Daniel Bryan was doing the yes kicks. Exactly. And before he did like the, the big like, oh, one. He got low blowed, and that was a DQ finish. End what, of the did, match. what did uh, somebody on Twitter, the Peen Shasa, I think I saw it called? <laughs> Very good stuff. Uh, Justin, you, so you are picking Shinsuke Nakamura here? Um, Yes. Okay, and I will take AJ Styles it's, in that. It's time for a title change. I, I love think. it. And uh, did this talk get you more into Backlash? I think there's got to be some more matches to be added to the show. Maybe. Uh, yeah, there's no like tag the, team the matches. The bar versus New Day. Yeah, that, that, that seems. seems like we're we're headed that way. Yep. Uh, Anything uh, on Raw from the tag? Uh, yeah, there's no like there's no tag title defenses on this show for no. either side. I guess because you have Braun and Lashley doing the tag, I, thing. and like you know Bray and uh, Matt just won it, and Matt are a little bit busy right now, just like traversing through history. <laughs> I loved that segment. I know a lot it's, of people complain. People are complaining. Anytime they do photoshops, it's like oh Photoshop. Oh, no. I thought it was very good. Uh, it's, they've they've somehow got the right amount of cheese. Yeah, it was super funny. Uh, they got a big reaction from the bar, from the casuals even, so I'll, I'll say that. Let's uh, see on Sunday what it holds for Bray and Matt. <laughs> Justin, I think you know what time it is. I know what time it is. You know what time it is. The people know what time it is, Justin. Is it time for the people segment? It's time for the people segment. It's time. 
for Sunday Night Tweets. Justin, I know you don't know the rules, so allow me to explain them to you. I would every, love it if you did. Every week I go and I traverse Twitter.com and I look at accounts of uh, people of the active WWE roster. I scroll through their timelines and I, I try to find tweets that are, you know, sort of uh, not necessarily off-color, but interesting in some sort of way. I then read the tweet aloud to you, Justin, and based off of almost no information, you must guess who the tweeter in question is. Justin, do you now understand the rules to Sunday Night Tweet? I understand. I sign the uh, liability waiver. Well then, Justin, here comes tweet number one. You know, just in case these tweets rock my socks <laughs> off, I have to sign a fucking waiver. Yeah, I'm not looking to be sued based off a of Sunday night tweet. Of course. Hashtag rough cuts. A chance to express yourself with your rough, unfinished, or unrefined works. I'll share my stuff with you, and I hope you'll do the same. Expression is healthy and important, and it's never picture perfect. Use the hashtag, and let's build this together. Rough cuts. So this is a, a WWE superstar trying to start uh, uh, some sort of project where people send in half-baked creative projects uh, and they, they grow the hashtag rough cut. An artistic movement to show the process. That's uh, Trust the process. Joel Embiid, what up? Who? Fuck. Well, Shinsuke Nakamura is the artist, of course. That's right. But he's healing right now, so he wouldn't write like that. Also, he can't speak English like that. So I was going to sure say, that's, like that. Th- that feels like the, the more the more clear giveaway. Though, you know what? I think there was a lot of, uh, of hubbub last night about Lana dropping her accent. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty accent-free show in general. Asuka was talking like she was a completely different person. I didn't notice that. In, the, in her backstage locker room segment. Uh, Rusev also dropped his accent I did in, notice that. in the Lana segment. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like everyone was getting a clean slate in terms of how they talk here. Right. Um, but hmm, who, el- who else is an artist? Who else? I don't know. Would be I don't know any the creative process. Uh, of course, Elias. We've seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Progress. Uh, you know what? I've guessed him before because I just keep waiting for him to debut on Sunday Night Tweet. He never does. But the Drama King is something of an artist as well, and he was yeah. part of that Rusev and Lana segment. Sure, yeah. He, they were teasing that he's the dead weight holding Rusev back. Were they teasing the new Rusev Day's breaking up there? A little bit, that Lana is going to turn Rusev against Aiden If English. they do that, they are so stupid. They never gave these guys the proper tag. Oh, fucking infuriating. Yeah, absolutely. So who's your guest, Justin? Who, go, who's I'll trying go, to start hashtag rough cuts? I'll go... Uh, uh, the maestro of mayhem, Aiden English. It is Aiden English. Justin, one, four, one. That's not a phone number, Justin. That is what your score currently is in Sunday if, Night Tweet. If they break up, would you think that they'll do, uh, like, English Day? No, I think Aiden English is on the indies in, it's like, four months. English Day. <laughs> not as good. Uh, Justin, tweet number two. Who else could he manage? Uh, Simon Gotch, maybe. <laughs> Here's the second tweet this week, Justin. Life goal achieved. Got me a pick up truck. Hashtag Chevy. Hashtag Chevy Colorado. Uh, this could only be one person. <laughs> Who could this be, She's Justin? tearing it up on Raw right now. Who is it? She's the real star of Monday Night Raw. Who is she? She should be having the three match, the three segment <laughs> matches. Disagree. <laughs> Put her in the ring with Ginger, bud. No, thank you. Uh, it's Sarah Logan, of course, the Blitz and Trapper herself. Indeed, Justin, it is sexy <laughs> Amelia Earhart. It is Sarah Logan with a, a pick-em-up truck. You almost called her sexy Sarah Logan. I did. Which, 
kind of is what she is also. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Showing true colors here, JMO. <laughs> Tweet number three. Y'all on some FaceTime, Skype, amateur-ish. I'm out here using Tron time like a grown man. Y'all on some FaceTime slash Skype, amateur-ish. I'm out here using Tron time like a grown man. Okay. Is Tron time a thing? I have no idea. Okay. But just just based entirely on the usage of the word ish here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm leaning towards an Uso. Which one do you think? Oh, is it Jimmy or is it Jay? Hmm. Which one is which even? I don't really know. Is it Jimmy who's – is it Jay who's married to Naomi? Who's Justin, I've been watching – I've been watching wrestling my entire life. I still have no idea which Uso <laughs> is which. I'm, I could not Who's the you. Naomi one? I can barely tell you which one's Luke Harper and which one's Eric Rowan. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Rowan's the big booty daddy. Oh, uh, yeah. His ass is the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, they look identical. Exactly. Justin, who are you picking? Who's on some amateur-ish? I'll go Jimmy Uso. Justin, you were right that it is an oos, but it is neither of the oos o's. It is Samoa Joe. Ah, oos. Oh. 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 Justin, the fourth tweet this week. We're back in your wheelhouse. It's one of the quote tweets that the kids love, oh, Justin. They love them. They're going wild. Uh, and the, the tweet being quoted this week is from uh, just some guy named Jim Regan, who just is replying to the tweeter in question, who says, uh, she's horrific in the ring and somehow worse on the mic. Please make it stop. Please. The tweeter in question quotes this horrible insult that's about them and says, Jimmy, you're so sweet. Thank you. Horrific in the ring and worse on the mic. Please make it stop. Yeah. Who is horrific in the ring and worse on the mic? Who might According somebody... to this guy, Jim. Yeah, uh... according to Jimmy Uso. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's Naomi. Uh, no. Uh, huh. Horrific on the mic. Horrific in the ring, worse on the mic. Yeah, but who who also has sort of the 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 capital to, to quote an insult and, and just embrace it and move on? That's a, that's a powerful person, I think. I mean, nobody would say this about Sasha Banks. I wouldn't think so, no. Because she's good in both. Nah, I think you question her on mic. No, I don't think so, bud. I'm uh, coming for my championship. I'll fight you. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to fight you. <laughs> Don't you dare uh, speak ill of the queen ever again. It's the uh, boss. <laughs> I'm aware. That's, that's uh, I'm aware. You're thinking of I'm, somebody else. No, no, no. The boss is my queen. You're a, you're a filthy casual. <laughs> Nothing but respect are. for my queen. <laughs> the Sasha boss. Banks. The boss. <laughs> but who is this tweet? It's just... boss time. Um, oh. No. Uh, who, who would retweet it and say, Jimmy, you're so sweet. Thank you. I, I'm I'm thinking Naya maybe. Mm-hmm. Because may, like, maybe people are not digging her. I mean, she hasn't had much mic time lately. I'm trying to think who of late on television would warrant this response. Right. Natalia? I guess she's been talking, yeah. But she's good in the ring. Well, no, no one would say that about her. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, huh. who, does, who does Jim Regan think is horrific in the ring and worse on the mic? You know what, Jim Regan? Keep it to yourself. I agree. Uh, I'll go Nia Jax, I guess. A good guess, Justin. I like the line of thinking, but it is not Nia Jax. It is the moonwalking, trash-talking Carmella. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. And, of course, she relied on a Jimmy to uh, get her where she is now. Of course. Justin, I have a, a confession to make. Yeah. 
You know what usually goes in the fifth slot. Your, uh, your favorite tweet of the week. It's my favorite tweet of the week, Justin. Uh, this week's might be my favorite tweet in the history of mankind. Okay. See, I never would have considered Carmella for that. Because she's I think great she's on mic. great on the mic. Yeah, it's a stupid take by Jim <laughs> Regan. Justin, the final tweet this week is uh, a photo and a hashtag, and that's it. The hashtag okay. is, that's endurance. T-H-A-T-Z, endurance. Okay. That's endurance. The picture attached to it is a picture of the superstar in question who tweeted this with words overlaid that say, smile more than you cry, give more than you take, love more than you hate, hashtag, that's endurance. On the photo itself. It's, that's right. It's a, this, I'll say this guy tweets a picture of himself with these words overlaid, hashtag, that's endurance. I mean, you know, WWE loves their fucking overlaying text on images now, apparently. This, I will tell you that I believe that this person made it by themselves. Are you sure? It's very poorly done. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. I don't know about that. Justin, who who uh, is hashtag that's endurance? Um, who wants you to smile more than you cry? Who wants you to give more than you take, Justin? Give more than you take. Smile more than you cry. Love more than you hate. Love more than you hate. You now know what endurance is. That's endurance. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know that you can get this one if I'm being honest. Uh, this seems like some old man shit, man. <laughs> this, like, who... who <laughs> You're on the right track there. I'll give yeah, you that hint. Uh, an older man on the roster. I'll go with Gold Dust. Not this, a bad guess, like Justin. right up his alley. Justin, it is not Gold Dust. It is his former tag team partner. I'm telling you what endurance is. What's up? It's our truth. Oh, what's up? Look at this fucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> I would encourage you all to go to our truths Twitter and uh, and uh, look up his. I think it's his pin tweet, maybe. Uh, but uh, hashtag that's. Endurance. Amazing. Great photograph, Justin. And we'll exit the people segment and we'll enter round number two. two. Oh, I fucked that you up. You want to try that one more time? No. Okay. <laughs> round two. Fight. Now, Josh, before we get into round number two here, uh, okay, I have a tweet for you that I'm going to throw at you in a little uh, Sunday night tweet bonus round. This seems to be happening more and more lately, and yeah. it stresses me out. I, I'm not good. At, I don't think I've ever guessed correctly. Now, I know you're going you're gonna to get this Don't say one. this. This adds to the pressure. No, you're for sure going to get it. Cause Stop it. He outs himself as who he is. Oh, Well, okay. it could only be one of two guys. And I think you know who is it, it is. Is it Rusev? Uh, don't guess until oh, okay. I tell you okay. to guess. Okay. Bitch. Sorry. <laughs> this was posted three hours ago. Okay. And I know you've seen it because you liked it on the Top Marks account. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> this so you I should know, know this. You already know who it is. Okay. And he narrows himself down to one of two people. I like my chances, but I still don't think I'm alive. He says... I am not in the Wyatt family. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a bludgeon brother. Don't at me. Yeah, but uh, we both know this was Eric Rowan. No. <laughs> Nobody. It was Luke Harper. Oh, son of a gun. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Uh, I don't know what it means. He tweets normal things now. <laughs> uh, wasn't that a great tweet Luke Harper did? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was funny. I'm not a Wyatt. Don't at me. <laughs> I'm a bludgeon brother, bitch. <laughs> 
I loved it. So, yeah, just thought I'd throw that out there before we officially begin the round. Perfect. Which officially begins right now. Justin, w- would you, uh, in your mind, what is the, the greatest Royal Rumble? Can you think of, like, the, the actual greatest Royal Rumble? Uh, I mean, this year's was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been some great Royal Rumbles. Uh, probably, like, 90... I think 91's the famous one, right? 92 with, is the one with Ric Flair. Flair runs the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the Austin ones is really good. Yeah. I think, like, 2001 or 2002 was supposed to be great. People I also don't remember. usually like it, but I really like the 40-man one where Cena comes in and cleans house on the Nexus. And Now that I'm describing it, I don't like it. <laughs> Del Rio wins. But yeah. I remember thinking that it was it had some interesting things going on. But indeed, Justin, I did not think this last Friday's event was the greatest Royal Rumble. Did you? Uh, I'll look, I'll, I'll be honest right out of the gate here. Be honest. Uh, I didn't watch most of this show. Okay. Um... Mostly out of political protests. Okay. In, in in part because I, you know, I didn't watch it live. I made, look, I invited you over here to watch it live with us. Yeah. Mike and I were planning a big thing. We we're going to make, we we're going to get up at 8 a.m. We we're going to make a nice breakfast. Sure. Fry some eggs. It's a great idea. We're going to, you know, have uh, some bacon, do, a, do it up breakfast yeah. style and watch this show. And I went out and saw Infinity War with two of my buddies who live in North Van. It's a and, great I, choice. and I just was like, you know what? I don't see these guys enough. And I see wrestling probably too much. Constantly. <laughs> uh, I should just go back to North Van and hang out with my friends. And I think you made the right choice. And I did that. And then I woke up in the morning late. I, sl- I overslept, as I often do. A man loves to uh, sleep. Uh, and, was, and was getting all these results on my phone that were saying, this show sucks, basically. Oh, okay. Which... Is something that I predicted. I don't know if I did it on this show. I don't know. But I got pilloried in the chat for saying, this is just a glorified house show. I looked at that card and was like, this is a fucking Madison Square Garden house show with a big Royal Rumble slapped on top of it. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, you don't get a match like John Cena versus Triple H in a Madison Square Garden house show. Which is true. And actually, totally no, you do. You That is exactly where you get that match. Well, it's last time Triple H wrestled at a house show. Oh, when uh, the uh, one of the members of the Shield, I think Dean got injured, Triple H was stepping in there. Yeah. But I think that's like the no, first time Triple H has worked at a house show. Tr- house shows pretty often. Really? They, like the big ones, if they go to like India or okay. if they are, you know... Like, he wrestled Jinder in India and beat him. Go figure. He put himself over Jinder at the big India show that they built up Jinder for six months for. That sounds like 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 that. Like, that's a typical, like, a bunch of titles on the line and maybe one title change. And, like, you know, uh, a marquee match with some part-timer. Like, that is a fucking... MSG house show to a T. So what did you watch on this show? I watched watched the opening match, John Cena versus Triple H. What did you think? Uh, It was good. Yeah, I thought it was kind of good, actually. I I thought it was kind of plotting in typical WWE style. But uh, a tremendous finish. I thought the last minute, like the whole sequence that led up to the pinfall was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know what? Like, it's easy to work the WWE style, this kind of plotting slow thing move where it's move. you know it's supposed to feel epic and it often doesn't because the guys who are doing the the matches are not you know it's here's what i'll say go ahead it's easy to feel iconic when you are an icon mm. 
And that is certainly true of both John Cena and Triple H. When they're trying to feel epic, it's easy to buy into. Yeah, so a slow-moving thing where they're taking their time, it's like, I'm into it because I'm into both of these guys because history has conditioned me to think that they're awesome. Important, right. Uh, So decent match here. Yeah, I liked it. But Uh, but, But also really set the tone for the show for me as well in something that I did not want to watch uh, all of like part of it was just like I knew that the show was full of Saudi propaganda and I did not want to subject myself to that boy there was a big piece in the middle about how now they're allowing women to drive and I was like what the fuck am I watching yeah uh, so I, I took a hard pass on that stuff sure uh, and also you know one of the main reasons that I watched that match before skipping straight to the rumble was that uh, I wanted a taste of the crowd mm. and Oh my goodness! Wow, they they didn't. This crowd, this crowd, man. They're... I mean, a good crowd overall. I, d- who absolutely super into the show? Yeah, they had all the chance. They clearly love this product, which is crazy, hilarious in a way. I was not expecting them to be so smarky when like Roman Reigns got booed. I was like, what is going on? But like, clearly the Saudi princes and you know whatever royalty. That was making up most of the lower bowl and like ring area. The guys just on their cell phones. Could not give less of a shit about this entire show. It definitely felt like they were there to be seen. They were just like milling about and had their backs to the show and were on their phones the entire time to the point where WWE, maybe rightly, maybe wrongly, never once wanted to use the hard camera basically throughout this entire pay per view. And I mean, for good reason there. Yes. Um, I'd just like to call attention, Justin. I, I felt like no one shared this opinion with me, but I thought Cedric Alexander and Kalisto, they, they had a match here for the, the Cruiserweight title that I, I just loved. I was watching with uh, Brock, who was not quite left for work this morning. We were both freaking out, thinking this was quite the match. And I know the Cruiserweights are always going to suffer from basically existing in a vacuum. You're not into feuds, all this sort of thing. But I thought this one was good enough to, to supersede that. And I, I'm not saying worth going back and re-watching, but, but a good step for the Cruiserweight division to have a, a Cracker Jack here. Uh, I don't have a ton to say about the, the Bar versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. I think this was the, the result we all expected with uh, Matt Hardy winning. Uh, basically because they uh, you know, are on the show yeah. for the belts that they were fighting for as the bar is now on SmackDown. Uh, but I sort of I ship your whole thing here, Justin. This felt very much like a house show. Uh, never clear to me that in the four-man ladder match where uh, The Miz, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe had a ladder match, which on paper you're thinking, Sounds this, great. This is, wow. This, if you, if you see, I felt like all these guys, maybe Seth Rollins not included, were going pretty easy in this match. I know you didn't catch it, but but I wonder how others felt about this because it it really didn't do much for me. Look, I was man, expecting this to be kind of blow away. If we didn't have to talk about this show on this show, mm-hmm. I would not have watched any of this at all. Yeah, even the main event, Roman yeah. and Brock, you weren't... I didn't watch that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you knew I the result. The, I watched the finish. Right. Uh, which w- did rule, I think. That was a, a cool a Yeah, cool I, th- I did love... Uh, the more times they replayed it in slow motion, you can just see that the whole thing was just like held in place by zap straps. Yeah, exactly. and all these like slow mo zap straps just like flying click, off of click, it. Click. I thought that was great. Uh, let me say this, Justin. Uh, it'd be remiss to exit this round if we don't talk about the 50 man Royal Rumble, which we both watched, which ran I think 120 minutes or so, or, or sorry, an hour 20 minutes. Yeah, I had it on in the background as I did a lot of chores, but I did watch most of it. It uh, it had a lot of people that. 
I'm not that into no? <laughs> on this. Uh, there was a lot of, I was uh, in a live chat with uh, Mike, who was uh, pre-mentioned here, and our friend Matt Prince, who was we were all watching in the, in the morning. And uh, Matt had, who isn't, doesn't follow wrestling as closely as the rest of us, had a, a fun thing going where every time someone's music that he didn't know entered, he'd be like, this is so-and-so's music? And let me tell you, there were a lot of those. This is Curtis Axel's music. This is Bo Dallas's music. Uh, on and on and on, because you you really got out the the bottom of the barrel here. Primo getting a spot. Um, not the strongest. This was this was 50 men, but this was every man they brought. Yeah. Some guys had some good showings, though. I thought Roddy Strong looked great. He looked great. Uh, Brian breaking the record. Very cool. Yeah, and of course, Roddy just like lighting up Brian's chest. Uh, he was really beating the hell out of him there. Uh, <laughs> he looked like fucking ground beef at was, the end of it. It was great. Raw pick, hamburger. Did uh, Braun obviously winning and having uh, the most eliminations record? They'd have to call that a good showing. Yeah, uh, but ultimately, like, who fucking cares? This, yeah. There's nothing on the line in this match except a dumb trick. Trophy and title belt. That belt looks awful, by the way. Awful. I would just like... Mike said he liked it, which was insane. He's questionable uh, taste. But I, uh, I, Rules again. The only thing I'd like to say is, do you think Breezango is getting the, the Kofi spot here? Because uh, when Tyler Breeze runs out, he gets knocked off the apron and caught by Fandango. Is this going to be, if they are going back to Saudi Arabia a couple times, and Kofi didn't do the Royal Rumble spot here, is the greatest Royal Rumble where Breezango gets a spot? Maybe. Um, I was kind of disappointed uh, that, like, Tyler did not have anything to do beyond that, that he was, like, immediately eliminated right after. They didn't get it quite as bad as Mike Canellis. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Very true. I, I just want to read this tweet uh, sure. from a uh, friend of the show, a former guest on the show. Oh, who's this? The bad boy himself, Joey Janela. Okay, yes, right. Who's, who's got this great tweet that says, The Saudis at ringside... Look like filler video game crowd if you had to go to Saudi Arabia in the story mode of a THQ wrestling game. <laughs> which I thought was the most bang-on description of just, like, these nondescript men in giant, like, flowing headdresses, yeah. like, it's standing up and milling about constantly. Hell accurate. Uh, did you enjoy this, this? I'm talking specifically about the Royal Rumble. Did you enjoy this? Uh... Yeah, kind of. Great background watching. Yes. Like, just having something on for a while. I mean, like, like the Royal Rumble match is always the most fun to play in the video game. Sure. Also. Yeah. Uh, and, like, to me, the only thing is, like, I worry about a match like this, which feels special because we only get it once a year, being, like, oversaturated. I agree. Uh, yeah. By I doing totally it agree. twice in, like, a three-month span and also the second one being, like, twice as long as a typical... Because I think there's a reason why they only did the 40-man once. It was too long. Right. And a 50-man is even longer. At least the 40-man was stacked. Like, this I felt like you were just going uh, rinse and repeat of load up the ring with guys people don't care about that much, and now a star comes out to eliminate all of them but Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and then throw in, like, uh, some big man from NXT... Yeah. Or some sumo wrestler that we've never fucking heard of that before. That was something. Just so that, like, a big man that you have heard of <laughs> has someone cool to eliminate. That's what's basically it. Yeah. Uh, like, Mark Henry got to eliminate the sumo guy. I think that was Yokozuna, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was on the show, That's too, right? That's also correct. Yeah, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. the Saudi prince, he requested them all. All the, yeah, who could uh, And he wanted Ivan Koloff, too, and that's why Rusev got the... 
<laughs> That's just the next rush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't watch Shinsuke versus uh, AJ Styles. No, I know it ended in a double count. Out. Yeah, I thought they were on track to have a much better match than they were having at Mania, and this double count out finish was uh, a little bit of a letdown. But that, that sort of did whet my appetite and get me more excited for Sunday, which was probably the case. Justin, let's touch on uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns here. You we did didn't even talk about uh, the big, the number one news happening here. Monsoor's debut? No, Titus Worldwide. Oh my god. Oh Titus, my God. Uh, Titus World me. Slide. Oh, my God. This was so... For those of you... I mean, I don't know how you didn't see how this. How could you not have seen Anyone who's listening point. to this show definitely saw this. But just in case, Titus O'Neil's music hits. He, he runs down the ramp full speed, and he trips and soars. He's going for, like, the slide under the bottom rope to, like, f- you know, fully slide right into the ring. <laughs> and just, like... Took a tumble instead. He goes, like, right under the ring. Like, only his feet are left. And Titus is a tall man. He was thirsty, man. He was looking for that Gatorade. <laughs> Fuck you with this he Gatorade. He was trying to grab a Gatorade from under the ring. <laughs> Needed some thirst. Uh, this was the funniest moment in wrestling in I don't know how long, maybe ever. I, I really, was like, howling. it was funny unto itself, but what really made it was Graves on commentary. Oh. Like, Cole couldn't keep it together either, but, like, Graves was dying for, like, Probably close to five minutes afterwards. Well, and they just kept showing this replay. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Like, Michael Cole called it the greatest moment in Royal Rumble history. It was the funniest moment I can think of in wrestling. Like, I, I was, by this point, Desharm had joined me in my living room, and we were just, like, I mean, hands on our laps, dying <laughs> at old boy sliding. So you're, you're very right to call attention to that. What a moment. Uh, but now can we talk about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? And the zap straps. Yeah. Uh, yes. This finish, uh, I, we both predicted Brock Lesnar to retain on the show yep. uh, last week, which which it turns out was a bit of a – we were anomalies in that. It seemed like my Twitter feed or the Top Marks Twitter feed was very much picking Roman Reigns to retain here. Uh, I was not surprised by this finish. I thought there would be some sort of fucked ending, and that's why it was in the cage. What did you think? Um, you know, yeah, kind of similar – I guess, like, it was exactly what I thought, you know? Since you didn't see the match, let me explain it to you. Bunch of Superman punches, couple suplexes, F5s, and then he spears them through the cage. sounds exactly... It was... The cruiserweight match was longer than this. Well, and and was great. This was, I mean, one... I'm not joking. One minute into this match, I felt fatigued. I was just like, can we we not? And to just get this... Uh, you know, spear through, and then Roman, poor Roman, he has to come out on Monday and to a course of booze, be like, I'm not making excuses, and then goes on to make an excuse. Did you feel that uh, Brock earned his $500,000 for this? <laughs> Is that how much he gets paid? Half a million per match, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't think, <laughs> I certainly don't think he put on a half million dollar performance. Well, we, are, we already ripped the Saudi Athletic Commission for apologizing for women existing. Yes. But before we get out of this round, I want to talk about Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah, And sure. how uh, he was not allowed into the country. Can you explain this to me? What, Like, I know he wasn't there and they did the angle on Raw where Owen's like, I need you there, I can't. So, yeah. so what happened? Uh, I mean, he's of Syrian descent. So because he's and Syrian? And he does an enormous amount of charity work. Yeah, Sammy to, for Syria. To help uh, people who are, of course, being attacked by ISIS and yeah. Assad and their own government. What and, a bad guy. And just what like. a terrible uh, state Syria is in. And, of course, Saudi forces are helping uh, escalate that. Uh, whole thing, okay. You know, like they are breeding instability, sure. Uh, because they they are yeah. they are in conflict with Syria, and of course, uh, somebody who does uh, charity work for Syria and is Syrian himself uh, is not welcome 
in Saudi what? Arabia. And now it's unclear; it's not, it has not been made clear whether or not uh, he was not allowed in the country by Saudi uh, officials themselves, or if WWE did not want to risk offending them by okay. bringing a Syrian. Uh, into Saudi Arabia, and they just left him off the show. It's not clear whether it was a Saudi call or a WWE call, but either way, it was not Sami Zayn's call. He did a radio interview in Montreal before Raw uh, this past week and was asked about it, because how do you not ask him about that? And he said uh, that, of course, he uh, is a symbol of inclusion and uh, and uh, inclusivity and trying to um, you know make uh, everybody feel welcome oh, and, bring, and bring wrestling to the masses and bring his message to the masses as well, which is a, a very nice thing for him to say even as a heel. Yeah. Uh, and it's still true because he's still doing all this charity work. Even Fight for what's right. Even That's as a Twitter heel. Uh, um, and, of course, he said... As a man of Arabic descent, it was greatly uh, disappointing to him to not be able to take that message to an Arabic region of the world. Well, and he's got to so, be the biggest star who speaks Arabic on the roster, Exactly. Uh, it's him and Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley speaks Mojo Arabic? Mojo is also Syrian. Oh, wait, did I know? I think I knew Mojo Rawley spoke Arabic. Doesn't he speak three languages? I think so, yeah. I think that, because I, I called him, I said he seems like a dumb meathead once. Somebody's like, he speaks uh, multiple languages. So. He's also a Syrian descent. But yeah, he's also still a dumb meathead. Head, but so. uh, <laughs> yeah, for some reason he was was he in the match? He might not have been there either. I don't even remember. So probably, I feel like he probably was. But I, I, I don't even remember. Did him and Zack Ryder do something? No. Justin, this round's almost up. Uh, I just it, we, say, we did a little overtime here because I just like we can't not talk about the Sammy thing. Yeah, because it's just another layer of ick. Literal it's, angel Sammy. It's gross. The fact that they are doing these shows. Is gross and like it's not a once a year thing. They're gonna do this again in November. It's like twice a year. Oh, it is. Yeah, for I didn't the know next that. like fucking. What is it in November? The, the greatest WrestleMania, the greatest Survivor Series. <laughs> right. We'll do ten man teams, ten versus ten. Well, I'm already not looking forward to that. Um, but like it's just this layer of ick. It like to me this is. We talked about this last week or two weeks ago where, like, there's so many things that are wrong and problematic with wrestling. Why is it that this is the the straw that breaks me? Because, like, Jesus Christ, you it continued on Raw. You had Michael Cole reading fucking the 2030 plan propaganda for Saudi Arabia. All these video packages, it's all, it's straight up state propaganda for a... I think oppressive fucking regime in this, you know, they're that the, they're framing this progress. And Triple H was called out on this before they went there, and he was saying like, "Look, it's not we cannot affect change by not going there." And it's like, yes, you can. That is exactly how you affect they change. They want the money. They want something from you, which means you are in a leverage position to say, "We're not gonna do that until you meet." Our conditions. You are in a position to affect change because they want your product and you don't have to fucking give it to them. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Fuck. So, Justin, do you like this Saudi relation with WWE? No, I hate it. <laughs> Will you watch the show in November? Probably not. <clears throat> I didn't, like, I didn't oh. watch this one. Why would I watch that one? Yeah, very fair. I did the noise, so fuck it. <laughs> you are fired up. I went, yeah, I am. I'm not. I, listen, I'm not. I love. Uh, 
Yeah, no, look, it, everything about it sucks. Yeah. I fucking hate every single part of it. There you go. Again, I'm sorry that women exist. Well, that, I forgive you <laughs> for what it's worth. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not holding it against you. Yeah. Uh, but you know who else won't hold it against us, Justin? Our listeners Our sent l- in a bunch of questions. How did you see my segue coming from so far away? I don't know. Mark of a pro, I guess. Yeah, true pro. <laughs> Justin, uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. It's where I put out the call for questions. This time, not too many because I only put it out this morning. We are, in fact, recording uh, in the, the Wednesday a.m. because mm-hmm. uh, I have to leave for work. You're on a tight travel schedule. I am. So uh, we'll, we'll dive into a couple questions here. The first one being from our sponsor... Our gender fluid sponsor. Whose gender is a fluid. You're not kidding. It's Coca-Cola LLC. And he asks, what is your favorite wrestling return, non-Daniel Bryan? It's got to be Stone Cold. Oh. It's got, I mean, take your pick, any number of his returns. Just any time. I mean, uh, hitting Rock with a chair and giving the title to Mankind, that's the biggest pop of all time. Yeah, that's a great Uh, one. Him coming back for Backlash. Sure. Coming back in the main event of Backlash 2000. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one. That is a big one. Uh, yeah, he always does. He's like the king of entering places. And so just like wrecking everyone and leaving. That's right. Uh, huh. Biggest return on Daniel Bryan. Who is your big answer, j I mean, Shane coming back was huge at the time. Yep. Yeah. That That's probably the best modern one, right? Yeah, uh, you could sort of feel it coming, like, but it didn't click in that. Oh my God, this is like this is happening until like forty five seconds before his music hit. Yeah. So like, even though you kind of felt it coming, it was still such a fresh new thing that you were like, Oh my God, this is happening, uh, and then yes. it happened, and it was nuts. And, you know, he's still insanely over oh, uh, all these years later now. So that's probably a big one. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, something from back in the day. For for me, I'll go uh, the, the 2004 Royal Rumble where it's supposed to be Test coming out, but somebody's taking him out backstage. And I forget who it is. The GM is just, like, looking around. And he's like, all right, get out there. Do you remember this? No. So, so it's my dark period. Okay, yeah. So it's supposed to be test, but test is laid out backstage, and you just see. I forget who the GM is, but just it might even be Austin actually. Points and is like, all right, I guess you got to get out there. And they wait a long time. Like there's action in the ring, but even the competitors sort of realize that like there's somebody should have been out by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now, Foley comes out like a bat out of hell. It just <laughs> enters the ring. Cactus clotheslines Orton, so both of them exit the ring, kicking off their great feud, leading to their, oh, their Mania match that year. So I, I don't know if that's my answer, but that's the first one that came to mind. Certainly I mean, one I love a great deal. Their backlash match, probably better. Than oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which took place in Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah, the backlash match is definitely better. It's fucking fantastic. Um, so that would be mine. All right. Uh, well, this next question comes to us from Brandon O'Connor at Boofer OC. What's says, up? Create the most ridiculous-looking people by swapping only the <laughs> hairstyles of two professional wrestlers. So I thought about this on the, the drive over today. I drove over here today, and uh, and uh, I think I have the right answer here. Okay. I think I've got a good one, too. Okay, you go ahead. Now, is it cheating to use Enzo Amore? I know he's, like, verboten that we're oh, not wow. supposed to speak No, him. use him. I think you can use him. Okay. He does have very wild hair. Okay, I'm going to swap the hairstyles yeah. uh, of Enzo Amore yeah. and Asuka. <laughs> So Enzo with Asuka's hair yeah. and Asuka with Enzo's hair. This is funny that we both are using Asuka. Well, she's got very unique hair. This is the thing. Uh, so I, I love that idea. 
Uh, I'm also using Asuka, but I'm having her switch with uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, okay. Uh, now, the wrestler I'm keeping is Asuka. So this is Asuka with short, black, spiky hair. Yeah, shaved on the side. <laughs> That's right. With spikes on top. Uh, this led me down a rabbit hole, though, Justin, and it made me think of uh, one that I would actually love. Yeah. Which is uh, Brock Lesnar with Cass's hair. Oh, okay. I just feel like he would look like a god. <laughs> There's something, like, rat-like about Big Cass. <laughs> I think that's semi-true, He's yeah. He's, like, got rodent features. I could, yeah, I could get with that. Which so, makes him a perfect heel. So I'm swapping Kevin Owens and Asuka, and you're switching Asuka. And Enzo Amore. Your favorite wrestler. Uh, Justin, you want to hit me with my you next question? You asshole. <laughs> if only he was Saudi Arabian. <laughs> this one comes to us from Danger Boy 69420 who says, if Yo. you could swap one person from inside WWE for someone outside of WWE, which two wrestlers are you swapping? Okay, so I have to pick somebody great in a promotion I don't watch and swap them with somebody I don't like in WWE. That's the best way to do this, right? I guess so, yeah. So I'm going to go – I don't watch XCW, so I'm going to go Walter because I really would like to see Walter in – well, I want him in NXT though. Uh, but I'll trade uh, Walter for Bobby Roode. How about that? Because uh, then on Monday Night Raw every week I get Walter and I never have to see Bobby Roode again. Okay. How about for you, JMO? Um, I mean like – SmackDown's short on top-level babyfaces, so yeah. I could obviously like be like, I'm going to trade R-Truth for Kenny Omega. <laughs> uh, that does seem like a pretty unassailable <laughs> trade. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Paige, she's swung some good ones so far. Why Paige not here. make that trade? Paige here. Paige here. <laughs> uh, I got Kenny Omega for R-Truth. Hashtag, that's endurance. Paige here. Um... <laughs> Zen. But what I'm actually going to do is, yeah, I, Raw needs some help. Yeah. And we could use, like, the return of a uh, world's most dangerous man type character. Okay. Uh, like, in, in the mold of uh, Ken Shamrock. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make Matt Riddle the new Ken oh, Shamrock. Oh, yeah. There you go. Put him on Monday Night Raw as, like, a shoot fighter. I love it. Uh, and swapping out in his place... Who's the worst guy on Raw right now? Um, I think Mojo Raleigh. Is he even? But he's not on TV. Like but it doesn't help you to have him gone. But he's there. Yeah, but you never have to see him. You have to see Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler every week. Dolph Ziggler's good now, man. Okay, Bo you have to see Bobby Roode every week. Bobby Roode, if he was a heel, could also be good, or at least have redeeming qualities. I agree. Uh, so I don't. Uh, and like to me. There's no alignment that's going to help Mojo, I, you know? I, can, I can agree with that. So swap Mojo for Matt Riddle and uh, just, yeah, put the belt on Matt Riddle. Did you see Riddle's doing ballroom brawl? I did see that. Pretty great. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, just our next question this week comes to us from Sex Ferguson at Butt Dick Head, <laughs> who asks... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who asks... Sex Ferguson, Butt Dick Head. It's just so... It's a, it's a good one. It's a very outrageous name. Who has the best gear on the roster right now? Not pay-per-view gear, just what they wear every Raw and SmackDown. I like this question, yeah, because you think of like the big ones, but who week in, week out has gear that you're into? This actually seems like a good segue for me to talk about. Can we talk about Seth Rollins just wearing El Phantasmo's gear now? He had that before. Before El Phantasmo did? Yes, okay, he's so. had that for a long time. Oh, that's a, that's returning gear. Shows what I know. Uh, from like two years ago. Okay. That was his Tron Legacy gear. 
Oh, okay. I have no recollection. So. <laughs> but I know all of Seth Rollins' skiers. I was going to say, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually in between the, the black and blue run. I don't actually remember what pay-per-view or when he last wore it, but I do remember him having Tron-inspired gear. Cool. And that's what it is. Except he doesn't wear his tops anymore. So, like, because, you know, like, he used to come out with, like, a vest sort of thing that matched his pants. That's right, And then yeah. take it off before the matches. Now it's just... Now he just comes out in a t-shirt all the time. Yeah. So, like, he has all these cool tops that match all of his trunks. He's not wearing them. He never wears them. Gotta sell some shirts. I feel him. Yeah. Uh, who is the best gear, Justin? Ooh. That is a very good question. And I don't know the answer to it. Can I, I tell, tell you who has the worst gear right now? That's not the question. Can, but can I say that? No. While I think about who has the best? No, I refuse. Well, I tweeted about it on the Top Marks account a couple weeks ago. No deal. Since they've like stopped having Roman wear his tactical vest oh, yeah. all the time. He's a guy. And he just comes out in a in a tank top. Yeah. Uh, or a t-shirt this week, I think. It's like a, a tank top and his like, very ill-advised goatee. <laughs> He looks like a divorced dad. He looks like he looks like the ex-husband who just got released from jail. Yeah, uh, and is like coming to kill you in a in a like slasher movie. I thought you were gonna say Bludgeon Bros for worse. No, we settled down. Uh, we've settled down with our new family here, and we're all happy and and living a great life. Oh, what's that? Roman Reigns just got out of prison. If he can't have her, no one can. <laughs> He's go. coming to kill me <laughs> and my wife. That's what he looks like. It's sort of okay. The Roman Reigns for worse, but best. Okay, can I tell you who came to mind for me first? Sure. It was the Miz, uh, with his sort of matte glo- matte finish trunks that sit a little higher and like the high black boots. I think it's really good gear. Yeah, and you know what? He, I, I'm not super into like the Yu-Gi-Oh thing or whatever fucking cartoon it is. Oh that he's yeah, doing right I now. didn't. I hate that Naruto. I hate it. I have no fucking clue. I know it's like an uh, anime thing. I think it's. I think you're right with Naruto. Uh, I don't watch these, but I. I but uh, I, I do like that he has brought back. This was his WrestleMania gear like three years ago. Yeah. The long jacket with, with like, like the, the mirror gold, panels, the yes. gold plate bars on it yeah. the whole way down. Excellent, fantastic gear. If they made a fucking elite series action figure <laughs> of him wearing that fucking jacket, I would buy it. You'd in be a all over snap it. Snap of my fingers, I would. I would scoop that up for sure. So yeah, I think you're, that's a good choice. I'll I think uh, Carmella also. Oh yeah, Carmella's like one pieces. Yeah. Uh, with like the money sign, I both find it very attractive and find it like legitimately good for her character and good also, looking gear. Also, when she was just rocking. Uh, like the pants and shirt with like yeah. the money signs all over the and leopard. like cash stacks. Yep. Uh, everything she's done since winning Money in the Bank really has been oh, fantastic Asuka. from a gear perspective. Oscar has to be in the discussion for Very best unique, gear. Yeah. Um, I guess that would be some of mine. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say Miz was the first to come to my mind, but Oscar probably has like the nicest. Charlotte's best gear. robes also. Oh are yeah, yeah. And she's been wearing the peacock one a lot lately. Yeah, tough to complain about any of those. Um, so yeah, those would be some of mine. Our next question comes to us from Craig Tamble at Fruits Are Edible. He says, what would you pitch for a new WWE-adjacent reality show, okay. either for E! or WWE Network? Okay. Uh, I'm interested in a, uh, a return of Mark Henry show. Where uh, it's just Mark Henry, he's only got a little bit left in the tank, okay. and it's just him and Bo Dallas. So Bo Dallas is training Mark Henry to get back into ring shape. Six episodes of them working out. Bo Dallas telling him to Bo leave in himself. This is I pitched this. No, I pitched this as like a tag team last oh, year. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But if I can't have what I wanted out of the tag team were the vignettes. And so if I can't have the vignettes, 
I will take the full documentary series. Okay, yeah, that could be fun. Called Bo and Mark Henry. Uh, <laughs> that's my big name for it. How about you? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I kind of. It would be fun to have just like something like the Foley show. Okay. Except yep. like in a different household that doesn't have uh, insane children and shitty boyfriends. Sure. Like, oh my! I God. felt like Foley was the only person who came across well in that show. Yeah. I watched every episode of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I was like, I only like Mick Foley. Noel comes off uh, extremely naive, kind of out there. Uh, oh, uh, the the one son who works for WWE seems fine. Yeah, Dewey. Dewey? Yeah, uh, that's only because he was caned as a child. Now that did iron it out of him. <laughs> yeah. uh, are there any relationships on the roster? Um, you know what? Back when they were together, Casting Carmella, Casting Carmella probably yeah. could have been a reality show. Oh. Or, like the clips yeah. of them on Total Divas, always very funny. Like the yeah. the I, honestly like the most endearing that Cass has ever been on WWE television is in those was just like him like moping around the house being all injured, and Carmella just being like, "Did you know? Did you know? I won Money in the Bank." Wow. Just like bringing it up all the time, and <laughs> she's literally sitting on the couch with her briefcase so in great. hand. Uh, she's she's great. I may yeah. need to rescind my answer here, Justin, because I don't know if you saw. I tweeted this from the Top Marks account. I went down the YouTube rabbit hole of watching Total Divas clips. Did you know Dean Ambrose is on Total Divas? Yeah. Dean Ambrose on Total Divas. Whatever people say, big mood. I love. I am all about Dean Ambrose on Total Divas. He's just like. There's all these people like being dramatic and like causing these seeds and he's like just playing drums on this box he found on the ground he's so i'll say dean ambrose and renee a full show okay yeah. and i'm gonna call it dean ambrose and renee young <laughs> the show uh so that's uh uh no you call that one like forever young maybe <laughs> hey there you go i don't know i i i'm gonna I'm, my pitch is for uh a total diva spinoff that is entirely about carmella Okay. Uh, and I don't know. You'd call it just like Mela is money, basically, I guess. I like that. Yeah. Justin, two more questions this week. The first one coming to us from Tranquilo Pachico at Blair Pachico. And Blair asks, keeping it very tranquilo. If all of the WWE roster was on an episode of Supermarket Sweep, who would win? What is Supermarket Sweep? I had to ask, and he sent me... Uh, this is the voice I used on the first episode of yeah. Top Marks. Hello. Welcome to Top Marks. <laughs> My name is Joshua Custodio. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, which of course you would be because it's the first episode, uh, I'm a good friend of Justin Morissette, and I, uh, together we're going to talk about wrestling. I uh, love Adderall. Every week for uh, at least 48 weeks. <laughs> we'll see if we make it to 49. Justin Blair sent me the, the link to the Wikipedia page about Supermarket Sweep. Okay. Do you think I read the entire page? No. Zero percent chance, but I is did. It, is it like a guy's grocery yes. games? It's like basic. There's a lot of different mini games within this and rounds and whatnot. Basically, okay. who do you think would have a good working knowledge of like going to save on foods and naming prices and whatnot? Oh, prices. It, that's one of the games and being able to like make stuff running in and out. It's a whole thing. Okay. They have to cook? I don't know. By picking someone who's a good cook. Hang on. You you think of who has knowledge. I'll, look at how long this fucking Wikipedia page is. Jesus. It, look, gameplay. You think that answer. So there's the question round th where you you have to... The thing is, like, they're probably all completely detached from reality because they travel all the time and are, like, picking up their meals pre-made for them by, 
you know, all these places that they go to. Okay, they don't have to cook from what I can tell. It's just like games involving uh knowing how much food costs. Yeah. Yeah, then I don't think any of them are going to do good cuz they all like Braun just like goes into Whole Foods and picks up you know, a fucking stack of prepared food for him. Yeah. That he like calls in in advance or whatever and just picks up and chows down. I'm reading more about this. I have no idea how the fuck this game works. I am also picking Braun. <laughs> I also I also yeah. Yeah. Who else might be good? Mm. Who else is? Who do you think might be like a foodie on the roster? For some reason, I feel like Elias. Do you think that that's that's a crazy thing to say? I don't know. I feel like I feel like Daniel Bryan is probably hyper aware of everything that he eats. Oh, but uh, he probably only at like Whole Foods and whatnot. I guess he's a vegan. He's not a working man. You know, he uh, doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't no idea what meat costs. Zero idea. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "This is a steak." He's gonna be, like, "I don't know, four hundred dollars." Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it's one banana, Michael. How much could it possibly cost? Josh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit me with our final question? This Absolutely. Week? This one comes to us from Mike Paris. That Mike Paris of the Random Nitro Project. I think it's called. Correct. Or podcast. Project. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says a great show. Suggesting your excitement for SmackDown and its updated roster was that 100 two weeks ago. <laughs> Where is it now? Okay. I'm so going to stay at 100. Yeah, it just feels like we have to get to the other side of Backlash, right? Yes. Like, th- th- right now you can see all the toys there, but they're not interacting. Um, look, you had a joke on our Twitter feed yesterday that was like, there's no matchup that I'm not into. <laughs> yeah. And then they gave you Sheamus versus Xavier Woods. <laughs> First of all, I thought that match was good. And I was actually into the way they set it up because they teased the, setup was the match that you want to see, yeah. which is Sheamus versus Big E. Yeah. Like, I for sure want to see that. The setup was good. And, and again, I thought the, I didn't think the match was bad. Uh, but it was, like, just that. The graphic. The itself. graphic funny. relative to my quote of, of, of last week. Of course, yes. Funny, funny. But good match. Yeah. And also long-term tease of the match that you want to see. That's right. And also just, like, it worked for Seamus as a character moment to be the cowardly heel who backs down from a real challenge and instead says he's talking to the smallest guy present. I actually really liked their backstage segment with New Day in the bar. I thought it was great. The, the New Day, and sometimes I think I think they're one of these guys that once they're gone, we're going to miss them more because we maybe take them for granted because the backstage segments, they seem to get the best out of everyone they interact with. Think of the Rollins or the Edge Rusev and Christian, Day. Carmella, Rusev Day. Like These are all people who have interacted with the New Day and Seth. have seen... Seth. I said Seth, yeah. yeah. Uh, or I think I said Rollins. You did yeah. say Rollins, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are all people who the New Day seem to bring out the best of, whether it's a silly side or whatever it is. When Seth was champion and they made him like captain of the New Day. That's right. And he just like hated. There's like to me one of the funniest photos in wrestling history is uh it's Xavier playing the trombone yeah. and like new guys, the New Day guys are clapping and Seth is just like doing kind of like the the Balor plank pose the and his f- eyes are closed and he just hates He's every just like, part of it. Whoa is me. Uh, to answer the it's question, a, it's a classic photo. If I was was if I was 102 weeks ago, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm 100 now because I was so so excited. I like, think the shows have been really good though. Like I thought last night was all right. Last night was all right, but last week's show was great. I thought. Yep. I, I'm going to say I'm still at like 90 to 95 though. Like once this gets ticking, I just I genuinely think we just have to get to the other side of backlash. It's true. Like think of how good. You know, you, you said last night was just all right. Yeah. And the week before I thought was a genuinely great show. Yeah. Like, 
we don't have Andrade yet. Yep. We don't have Sanity yet. You we, don't really have we Joe. We don't really have Joe. He's not really an active participant in this show yet. There isn't the tag feud happening yet. Exactly. Like, it, it's just all, we just have to get to the other side of Backlash. So it's still very high. I think once this gets going, it's really going to start ruling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as excited as we were about uh, SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were very, also very excited about Infinity War. Yes, 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 yes. Week. I'm excited to talk about this. And we're going to do that right now because it's time to end this show so we can begin the bonus show. That's right. So if you want to hear that, head on over to patreon.com slash topmarks. You'll get to hear us talk all about it. But until then, thank you so much for listening. If you have a friend who you think might enjoy this show, tell them about it. You're a wrestler. You're, you're not a wrestler. You're a wrestling fan. You're you listening might be to a us. wrestler if you're Max Friesen who listens every week. As does Fergie. Yeah, there's some wrestlers <laughs> who do listen every week. So uh, if you are a wrestler or even not, uh, you don't watch the shit alone. If you think someone. of yourself as a wrestler. Which you know, which Austin and I definitely do. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm wrestling with the issues that. verbally each and every week on this show, bud. And I have to listen to him talk about it. So that's wrestling <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we, so, our ideas grapple back and forth. <laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> yes. So until next week, be hot. Be spicy. Taste great. Because you're Curry Man. What? 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 Titus Worldwide! And of course, one last time, I do want to apologize for the existence of women. If you've seen a woman, Thank if you. you've seen the hair, yep. if you've seen the boobs, I appreciate you're of that. Course, uh, of course, please, I would love it if our listeners could transform back into human beings from the cartoon wolves that they've been for the last week and a half. Yeah, I mean, you're really setting us back hundreds of years in human history by doing this. So. Uh, 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 <laughs> awooga! That's, you know, every sound I make when, uh, when I see a lady. Yeah. Your eyes popping out of your head. No, it's really bad, man. I'm a bartender. Pretty ladies come in to work all the time. Sure. And and they're like, "Can I get a like vodka soda?" And I have to be like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry, did you say a uh, vodka soda?" <laughs> yeah, that's why I keep a big wooden mallet on hand so I can just bonk myself on the head every time they come in. Awful. <laughs>